Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Let's have all the, oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. This episode is brought to you by Paramount+. Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG-13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome, everyone, to Tunes and Tumblers by Atwood Magazine. Listening to music is more than an auditory experience. Tunes and Tumblers explores the way our senses mingle by pairing new and classic albums with cocktail and mocktail recipes. We invite you to bring out your inner mixologist as we approach the music we love from a unique, immersive, and thoroughly delicious perspective. So put up your feet and enjoy a cold one on us. I'm your host, Anthony, coming to you live from the TNT headquarters somewhere in the liminal space between the unfathomable expanse of infinity and Sierra Madre, California. It's been a fun four years living in the ether, one of the upsides of which is that none of us here ever age. That's why it's been so easy to hire a crew to helm this mighty ship. So please traverse the unknowable everything on a bagel responsibly. And speaking of a crew, we all know that drinking alone is a sad, sad business, so I set up a booth at the University of Phoenix job fair and snared a couple of aspiring podcasters, and they are... Kaylin, your cocktail artist. Uh, Eric, the guy that knows something about music, but they actually found me out back, so... And our guest sitting in right in front of us today is an up-and-coming singer-songwriter who flew in from her home in Toronto just to be with us, sort of. Uh, She spent 2019 touring and building a name for herself before having to lock down like the rest of us in March 2020 for you-know-what reason. But she spent that time drawing from her love of classic rock, Britney Spears, Courtney Love, and pop punk into a potent mix of rock-tinged pop that won her a two-time editor's pick by none other than Our Papa Mitch at Atwood Magazine. She's here today to talk all about her latest single, a wistful, emotionally charged throwback to 90s powerhouses like Alanis Morissette, Tori Amos, and Natalie Imbruglia, and give us the lowdown on her upcoming EP that we are going to be spinning for the rest of 2023. Tunes and Tumblers fam, please welcome Loviet to the pod.
having me. Welcome, welcome. Stoked to be here. You like literally got off the plane and came here. I sure did. How are you feeling? The jet lag yet? I always feel like I need a shower afterwards. I do feel like I need a shower. Definitely. (laughs) Sorry, guys. I'm just smelly post flight mess. We'll scooch back a little. Yeah, we're good. We're going. Yeah, just just go and sit in the corner. I, I, I don't promise know. We can hear. Fine you. for me. The LA heat, you guys. Yeah, you're good. I mean, we came with our winter jackets since we're going to New York too. So. Oh, that's right. Definitely uh, sweaty. You're flying out like almost immediately. Yeah, pretty much. That's gonna be some weather whiplash. It's crazy. I mean, fuck. You guys have it really nice here. Sixty-two, I'm and I'm I'm living. pretending that it's like forty below. I'm it's, like sweating right now. <laughs> yeah. It's winter here, right? You guys yeah, this are like, is this what is, winter is this like. This is winter. still your winter. <laughs> Love it. Well, I'm ready to get into this. And it's Sunday evening and I need a drink to fight off these scaries. So let's get into it. What has everyone been listening to lately? I feel like I've been in a little bit of like a music paralysis lately. So nothing sounds good to me. What? <laughs> uh, I don't know why. But I like I've been shuffling through just about all kinds of I do all that. kinds of different genres and whatnot, and just yeah. nothing wants to stick. So I'm kind of at a loss this week, guys. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I get that all the time, and then suddenly something will stick, and you're it'll just yeah, it'll do it for you. Yeah, I mean the one thing that did stick was Cotton Eye Joe, but that's <laughs> you know, that can't be helped. And that's that on amazing. the playlist. Amazing. Oh God. Wow. That's just rude. <laughs> I guess I can go next. Yeah, what's good? So I've been listening to the new album by Lil Yachty. Oh Let's my start God, here. it's the one that... Okay, keep going. Oh, yes. So <laughs> I've heard about it. I've heard about it. <laughs> I, I've never really been a big fan of his. I think that he has, for the longest time, kind of embodied the worst tendencies of SoundCloud rap. Yeah. But, you know, he, he always seems like he's having fun and he doesn't take himself seriously. So, you know, you got to respect him for that. That's a great point. But this album, it just came out, I think, last week. And it was inspired by his love of Pink Floyd. And... <laughs> You can hear it. Like, it sounds like a Pink Floyd album. He wears it on his sleeves in, like, bright neon. And I think that the fact that we live in, like, a post-genre music society, like, it kind of comes through. This was produced by Patrick Wimberly of Chairlift and Magdalena Bay, which is, like, a favorite band of ours. And it features Ben Goldwasser of MGMT on keys. Mac DeMarco wrote some of the songs with him. Fushi, is that how you pronounce her name? I listen to a bunch of her stuff, but I've never heard her say her name out loud. Mm-hmm. She's on a couple of tracks and she kind of adds this like heartrending pathos to it. There are these like psychedelic riffs. It's kind of like, you know, microdose on mushrooms, lay on the floor and look at tie dye tapestries type of music. Nice. I personally love it. I know that there's mm. been a little bit of controversy. Pitchfork in particular faulted it for using psychedelic rock to appeal more to white people. Which, you know, I, I feel like everyone should be allowed I was the freedom say, to push boundaries. Maybe he just likes it. Maybe he just yeah. wants to fuck around a little. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, why do you have to assume that, like, black people don't like Pink Floyd? Yeah. First of all. That's <laughs> racist. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Crazy. And, you know, even if Lil Yachty didn't stick the landing with this album, which I think he did, I think I would yeah. still love it just because he tried. Yeah. So everyone go out and listen to this album. And like, listen to the whole album. Don't listen to just a single. You've got to hear it start to finish. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. Well, I love a good boy that tries. What about you, Nat? Me? Okay. I also feel you, Eric. I'm kind of there where I was like going through that. What do I listen to? And then I just go back yeah. to the oldies. I was doing the classic pop punk oldies, rehashing some of those. And then I was really, I was a big hater on the Taylor Swift record, the new one. 
And then I like, I guess I was just that, that sounds terrible. I guess I was just that dried <laughs> up that I was just like, I'm going to just put it on anyway. And then I got into it. So Anthony now, had yeah. some I got pretty sold on that one on too, that pretty one. quickly. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't hate it. I gave it a six out of 10. <laughs> I know. I was hard on it too at the, when it first came out. So I was, was like, I, but I was then like I just four. like, I really sucked into Antihero and I'm like, Me well. too. The, the beat in Antihero <laughs> is what it is for me. It's like the production in Antihero. And then Lavender Haze is kind of dancey. What's the other one that's kind of moody? Midnight Rain. Mm, yeah. That one is ugh, makes me want to cry. It's nice. I like that. I've been in that mood. It's the January. It's the Januarys. I'm feeling all the cry songs and all the emotional songs. That's yeah. just every day for me. Speaking yeah. of Januarys, <laughs> I think that that's a little bit of a foreshadowing of what we're oh. about to talk about. Oh. But first, Kaylin, what yeah, have you been listening, you been listening to? to? So... Uh, Orville Peck. Oh, no yes. Bronco. Bronco is just so good. And I have had Come On Baby cry pretty much on repeat because, you know, it's a sad boy song and I'm a sad boy sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> We've all had our sad boy moments. So I like this sort of sadness to it and this letting go of somebody even though you mm. love them kind of thing. But also... I've been listening to uh, this artist, Maya. It's like M-A-Y dash A. Okay. The song is called Sweat You Out My System. Sounds so amazing. We're I'm still, down. We're still continuing on with, you know, wanting to just get rid of the people that suck. <laughs> uh, and there's been some people that have popped into my life recently that I'm just like, again. And I get them like <laughs> stuck in my head because, you know, when you have like one of those younger you crushes that just mm. never goes away and you never explored it and this person just comes back in in and out of your life Ugh. and nothing ever happens but you just like wonder like oh mm -hmm. what if and then you get kind of like enthralled by the excitement of what if mm -hmm. and then they just act like a dick <laughs> amen and i just want it to go i just want you don't I just even want to feel it you don't even want to feel it for real yeah i love it that's where i'm at that's still was... sad girl sad girl sad boy moments <laughs> yeah that's the, that's the month we're in yeah, there's a band actually. I think it's actually he might be from around here, this hood, but um, Daywave. Oh my god, I Daywave. love his new album oh my so much. Yeah, I've been deep diving on some of the day, like again, new to me, but I loved it. Even the old stuff, I'm like Daywave. I've, I've been I'm just crying <laughs> daily to yeah. his song. Yeah. Uh, Where do you go? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I know that one. It's from his new album. It's the thing is, he mm. treads this weird line where all of his songs are kind of like upbeat and dancey, yeah. but then he's like singing so about, you know, that you and I are never going to connect and we need to stop trying and yeah. you're going to be happier if you move on from me. Yeah. Like Loner yeah. fucks me up. I love that song and Past Life. And then there's a song with Kenny Hoopla, which yes. is just a jam. Oh, nice. Kenny That's Hoopla. a jam. Yeah. Listeners, yeah. we are in talks with Kenny Hoopla to get him on the show. No so way. No, we are not. We we are definitely we are? Yeah. <laughs> that's sick. I only yeah. I only know of him. My Actually, my friends that like the produ producers on my record, the band Now Now from Minnesota, I think they've worked with Kenny too. I think they've done some stuff. With Wisconsin him. boy. I could be making that completely up. I could be pulling that right out of my ass. I have no idea. But I think they know each other. You know? Write, write in if you want to correct our, you know our stuff. Yeah, guys. come <laughs> at me. At me all the time. At us, at wherever you I will you, cry, but it's at fine. At me. <laughs> Highly emotional. And fingers crossed we will make this thing happen with Kenny. That'd be sick, yeah. Yeah. I'm a big fan. But we're getting hung up. I need I need a drink right now. Listeners. Yeah, we need to get in that bar. <sighs> We've been standing me. out here in the, in the hot <laughs> LA weather for too the long. 62 degree weather. Disgusting. <laughs> but listeners first, if you want to hear more of what we've had on repeat, check out our YBLT playlist on Spotify. YBLT spells what have you been listening to? But we really like the BLT aspect of this. So just look for a sandwich, a great oh, big nom, sandwich. Nom. You'll have a playlist that encompasses all 
of Ooh. our taste from Eric's to Lily's to Kaylin's to mine to, I, I don't know, um, sometimes we have bands and artists submit things to us. And you know, we love that. Give us your stuff. We would love to blast it. So go check that out. Save it and tune in every week for new picks. Yeah, definitely the playlist of a self-aware BLT. <laughs> it is very, it is aware of its own existence. And it in is in constant space. pain. <laughs> yeah, existence is pain. It's just constantly Sick. crying. And with that, I think it's time we all shared a drink to celebrate our excellent taste in music. Who's ready to head into this bar? Yes. Let's do it. Nat, did you bring anything to show us today? Our bouncer's not picky. Okay, well... Here it is. Guys, <laughs> check it out. This is my beloved trucker hat of the month. Of the month? You of the have month. a different one every month? I feel like I do. I just, whenever I go home, I do like a big thrift. And by home, I mean like my home home. Like my parents, they live on the East Coast in Canada. So I go from Toronto to there, which is like a three-hour flight. Visit, nice. go thrifting. I wish I lived that far from my parents. <laughs> so <laughs> Oh, baby. Now the opposite relationship. With our <laughs> yeah. I see. I see my parents probably now. Like, I guess it's like five, six times a year, but it's like I, I see them for long periods when I go. So it's not that bad. But I, yeah. I feel you. I feel you. It's good to go for short intervals, very yeah. short. But yeah. with six I live times. an hour away from my parents. And um, if I don't go home on any particular weekend, my mom is very dramatic about it. So oh, see, just... I adore it. No, I adore it. I think it's sick. I wish I lived closer. <laughs> but if you go home six times, you get six trucker hats. I get six trucker hats. Yeah, I've been doing it. I've been nice. like doubling up too. I had like three the last trip to the. Do you get the all trip. the same oh, color too, or are I they get all a just variety. the same? I'm collecting them right now. The last time I played a show, I actually tried to collect them from the crowd. I was eyeing up some of the nice ones there, you know, looking for. Let me have your saying, hat. Yeah, fully. Like being hopeful like, that they decide to part with it. Yeah. That day. Oh yeah, I almost got one. I almost got one. I got one. I got technically in my lifespan of playing shows and asking for trucker hats, I've gotten two so far. Nice. So I almost got another the other night. So anyway, collecting trucker hats. This one's pretty plain. <laughs> Were though. they just like pretty nah, average? I'm not into it. <laughs> yeah, I think I checked the guy. It was like the brand was like a it was like a sixty dollar trucker hat, and I was like, no, <laughs> keep your Damn. expensive luxury trucker hat. <laughs> That's luxury know. trucker yeah. hat. Yeah, <laughs> We're going for the the thrift here. But listeners, if you ever check out Lovia live, bring your trucker hat and throw it at the stage. She is Please. begging you. And for the record, I'm trying to actually get my own little trucker hat thing going. I'm obsessed with like the Von Dutch era, like the 2000s, Y2K and 90s and all that stuff. But obviously the resurface of like Pamela Anderson and that kickoff bringing back Von Dutch. I'm trying to like I'm, I didn't realize it came back. Did it not? Oh, sorry, y'all. I'm like so obsessed. I'm living, you guys. But I, I really want to make my own brand. This rock over here, apparently. Add that to the merch. Yeah. So check it out on my Whippy. Maybe I'll be selling some trucker hats. Maybe I'll be selling the collection from my show. Nice. Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. You never know. And you know what? I think that our bouncer is a big fan of trucker hats because we Hell are inside. Yeah. Welcome to the Tunes and Tumblers bar. It's kind of that special speakeasy that only seems to open for an hour a week and only lets in about four or five people at a time. So, you know, it's a pretty lucrative adventure for us. It's very dog friendly, though. Bring bring as many dogs as you Mm. can. Yeah, fill it up. Fill this place. Named after good foods. Before Mm -hmm. we pour those drinks, though, Eric, I think we need some tunes. What's on the jukebox today? Mm, I don't know. Let me peruse through the selection here. Uh, Today, I think we're going to be featuring adding to the list of Canadian artists that are killing it out there lately. Going to be having a new single from Loviet here called January. It's coming from their latest album. I believe it's called The Nighttime is All in the Timing. Yeah, you I'm got not it. wrong. You and I have it. it on pretty good word that it's due to come out on February 24th of this year. 
It's a pretty cool song. Listen to it a few times just before turning this on and a couple days ago. And honestly, I've been watching a ton of Buffy lately and uh, <laughs> I feel like it could fit anywhere in there. Ooh, so this is kind of a, hell yeah. I love a very fun track. I think we're all going to enjoy it. Thank you. It's also this like really strong tug on the heartstrings, which I think is perfect for this time of year. I've got the sads, that seasonal affective yeah, disorder. Mm. So I think I need something blue to go with that. Kaylin, do you have something on deck for us to sip on? <laughs> this was a really fun one. I actually didn't go bonkers with the, the prep. So the average home bar could easily accomplish this one. You know, I didn't want to make everybody work too hard after the longest month of the year. Amen. So, Mm. you know, I liked the idea that you had about, you know, trying to push down the messy, chaotic stuff that just kind of bubbles to the surface. And I just sort of ran with that. And I ran with your desire for these sort of not chaotic flavors, but more subdued and simple, Mm. not going too sour, not going, you know, too far in any direction. Just keeping yourself in this good stasis just so that we can get through the rest of the month. So what I did is I got this really, really yummy gin. It's by a brand called Bloom. It's rose and jasmine gin. And then I went to IHOP and got their (laughs) blueberry syrup. (laughs) They can just give you like little things of it. So stoked. This uh, is sick as okay. And then I I also added cassis liqueur, which is black currant. And then there's Love ginger beer currant. in there and fresh blueberries. And then there's also dried rose petals. And what happened when I made this was I put the syrup at the bottom and sprinkled the rose petals on it so that as you drink it and as time goes on and the ice melts, the rose petals actually rise to the surface oh like the melting into spring kind of am i am i on the right yeah it's kind of all all of that it's sort of this you know there's things that are coming up to the surface for a lot of people right now we're we're in this this sort of switch from one season to another and things are changing and you know as the ice melts and as things kind of mix together you'll get this different flavor over time and then i've got a little a little stick here with a couple of uh, fresh blueberries on top because we we sat here. We real blue. Also, what are you calling it? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I <gasps> always forget to tell you all the name because I get so excited about drinking it. Uh, so I've named this Messy Layers. <laughs> messy Layers. Messy Layers. So cheers. Cheers. That's perfection. have a beer but you know cheers guys we got to be better about getting you the recipe beforehand hey it's actually been up since (gasps) friday technically this is exactly the vibe this is Mm -hmm. exactly it's not too sweet and it's not like got that strong you know liquor it's just a nice like touch and now it's it's already all over me (laughs) it's very early in the show these i filled these the brim we need this guys i adore it thank you Treating me. God, I really love how you're able to capture the kind of inevitability that moods Mm -hmm. are going to change and seasons are going to change. I feel like sometimes we get so stuck in feeling like things are bad, sour, or or like against us that we forget 
that it hasn't been this way forever and it's not going to be this way forever. Yeah, that like yeah. everything is temporary. This bad, sad feeling that I've been in, like, ugh. That's a really good way to talk I, about it. I keep talking to my therapist. I'm like, you know, I'm really struggling here. I need to, I need to stop focusing on how all the bad things, you know, yeah. all the rude things people say, all of the mistakes I make in the mm-hmm. day. Because if you've made it to the end of the day, chances are you did something. You maybe brushed your teeth or didn't. You maybe took a shower or didn't. There's little things that you can give yourself credit for just Amen. to keep moving along. I love that. I like the messy stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's I mean, yeah, this song. We all a mess. It's yeah, messy mess, in the right? best exactly. way. I think that's the thing. And I kind of want to start there. I mean, this is probably one of the most heartbreaking songs that we've ever discussed on the show wow. in our very long run. Aww. Can you give us a little background into how it came together? Sure. I guess like this whole project is kind of like a concept record and it's kind of something I've done with the last bit of stuff I worked on where I kind of figure out the concept after everything's made and you're listening back and it was all written in this one period. It was very short. It was between January and February of 2022. And at that point, I wasn't really sure where I was going to go to record, whether I was really, what was really going on, you know? So, and for me, that's like my life. I think for my whole life, I've been playing music and writing music since I was just a teen and not really looking up from that, just like head down and doing things that people, you know, whatever you're supposed to do in the industry, however you're supposed to kind of build your career and work on yourself. So I kind of had this moment of realizing a reckoning where you're like, if this didn't work out or if I wasn't going to do this, like, will I be okay? Because for the longest time, there was just no option. It was like, no, you're just going to never, this is what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really unhealthy for creativity because then when you want something so badly and you can't live without it, right? It's like a relationship. It's like if you're in love with somebody and you just won't leave them the fuck alone, they're going to want to be away from you. You know what I mean? Like I need you space. Give, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, it's the same thing with music, I think. And that's where I kind of came from. And January was just that moment. Like this whole record is sort of like a, a love song about making a career of it and being a musician and being a creative who, you know, will constantly be thinking about songs and thinking about things in a way that I feel like a lot of people don't relate to. And feeling kind of isolated that way where you're hung up on something so deeply inside of yourself that is so hard to explain and express to people. And you feel like an alien (laughs) a lot of the time. And so this record was kind of about my inner turmoil with it all and coming on the other side of it. And also just I think in the industry, you meet people and you have relationships with people and it becomes more like a romantic relationship when it comes to being heartbroken. Mm-hmm. And that's like friendships too, right? Like, you know what it's like to lose a really good friend. So yeah, sometimes it's not even necessarily love, but different types of emotions. But this p- particular song was the real cap to the whole thing because it's it's about the time that I was writing the record and it's about the time that I really did say like, what's going to happen, you know, if it doesn't work out and that's fine. And it kind of relieves you, hey? Like once you're just like, that's that's it. That's yeah. like, if I make a record, I make a record. Mm-hmm. Mm. If I talk to the right person, I talk to the right person. If I talk to the wrong person, if I put a foot in my mouth and fuck something up, like I do. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that was the biggest, like letting yourself make mistakes and trying to like accept it. And then what happened to me and it probably will happen to you where it's like, oh, now I want to do it. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, like you take the pressure off and then you want to do it again. It's Absolutely. great. The so, passion kind of yeah. comes back a little bit. I was actually just watching uh, Kiki's Delivery Service, which is a Studio Ghibli movie. And it's about this girl <sighs> who leaves home to become a witch and she goes to this town and she meets this painter and the painter describes to her the same kind of thing where it's like, you know, as a creative person, you're not just this endless Mm -hmm. flow. Sometimes, you know, you have these low points 
And it's about sort of finding yourself again and finding the groove. And it may not be the same thing you anticipated it was going to be from the beginning, but at least going through those steps to get there is, you know, what gets you there. And it's what everything is all about. It's all about the journey, not about the end goal. Amen. I, I was thinking about the lyric that you have in there about the arrow in the heart and the way that um, arrow tips are pointed, like you can't pull them out. The only way to Ouch. get them out is to push them through. <gasps> so like when you're hit with an arrow or like a porcupine Sounds spine, so they have to push it all the way through. <laughs> but I like that metaphor for like the only way out is through. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't just keep tugging on it, wishing that it was something else. <laughs> Natalie, did you know that? Or was that an unintentional Damn. metaphor there? Definitely unintentional. This song, yeah. <laughs> this song yeah. I just saw your reaction as he was I talking about that. I love that. Like, no, fuck yeah, dude. I'm feel so... free to take that and like tell people that's <laughs> what it's right about. With no, you. that's good. Put your no, name on the card. Let's that. do it. Mm. I, mean, um, I uh, really was drawn to where you said it's always fucking raining in a rage and I just want to know what did the rain do to hurt you clearly um, <laughs> you've never lived in Canada y'all what are you talking about oh my god I mean it was that's a bit of a theory like that's where I was going with my metaphorical moment there gotcha yeah. so the messy chaosness is is the rain is yeah, that what you're saying it's really just about how terrible the rain is yeah 100 percent. it's like the <laughs> it's like the idea was like it's like you're in your head so much and if it's raining there you know and then there's like yeah. a line about drowning and it's just kind of like sometimes you know it's like whatever whatever but like the rain it'll go away but then mm-hmm. it's like not if you're just filling up a bowl like if you're raining into something that it's gonna keep filling up with water yeah. and it's like i was in the thing and it's i was human, i ran into yeah. toilet yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly you know what it's like exactly <laughs> we've all got an experience guys <laughs> i'm having a weird day sorry yeah, that's beautiful honestly oh i love that uh, the vibes yeah, are weird got, today <laughs> i got really taken up in sort of like the build up to the big like kind of rock explosion towards the end of the song mm. um i guess not necessarily the end but it just felt mm. really nice. Like I said earlier, like the really kind of like 90s-ish vibes that you would get from a song, you know, around the time Buffy was coming out Hell just yeah. kind of really plays into that early guitar. And I love that. And then I heard Anthony say that you were inspired, like sort of Alanis Morissette type thing. Yeah, and I brought totally. up the song to somebody and they're like, did she listen to a lot of Alanis growing up or <laughs> what's the so deal funny. here? So I honestly didn't. But I find that like there's not a lot of female artists that like just give it like they're all. That's a weird way to put it. But like a lot of... um female voices are softer and like more mm-hmm. held back so beltier singers and things like that are more of my speed where i'm used to doing that on, on i mean like when stage. you're shouting i'm oh, yeah. a bitch yeah you know yeah, exactly <laughs> Just, she gets it she she, she really i admire hard. her i do admire her she's not like a like a huge influence personally but that's kind of cool i'm i you know that's a huge compliment i love her yeah, well, I certainly enjoyed the beltiness of the oh, song thanks, as well. Dude. So mm-hmm. I look forward to listening to what else you got. I have this thing where I listen to like a lot of guy artists, and then I think like it was one of those naivetes when you're like just a kid and you listen to anything, and then the world hardens you. But at the time, I was like never differentiating myself from other male artists, so I was like referencing a lot of that. So like, um, and I mean, truly, like women too, of course. But um, like Third Eye Blind was a big one for this this mm. song particularly. Oh yeah, you can hear that. Yeah, like that kind of energy. And a lot of guys, you know, they're messy and they're chaotic, and it's not a fucking problem. So wait, they are. Right. I thought they were just angry, <laughs> right? It's normal. <laughs> what are we talking about? So anyway, I did feel like there was some of that moment, but this personally is like female. I'm just pissed. I'm trying to get it out in the song. It's great. Oh, yeah. it's Have great. you ever? Has, That's what's up, honestly. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Has anyone here ever been to a mannequin pussy show? I love mannequin pussy. I mean, I haven't, but I'd love to go. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so like, I know their music. Ago. Like you know, Having just like how aggressive she is. Yes. In between songs. <laughs> 
her voice gets soft <gasps> and feminine. She's chilling. She's just chilling. Yeah. Like this. Like I, I, I remember at one point. <laughs> yeah, she's just at peace and she's talking about oh, like how we can all be one together. <gasps> like oh. the, I, the the thing that I remember most clearly is like anytime someone in the pit falls down, we all stop. <laughs> We pick them back up and then we keep going. Oh, she's an angel. She's like saying a lullaby you can for you. Angry and care about the chaos. Around you facts, at the same time. facts, for yeah. sure. Like, why do we only associate softness with femininity? Absolutely. Like, yeah. Absolutely. And like, there's so many beautiful, like, soft male voices and male artists. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Everyone yeah. is everything. It sure it is that way. That's yes, your thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was like for me, though, I like I liked to think that. I didn't know what the industry was. So I didn't know that's why there was mostly dudes on my playlist. I just thought, ah, oh, there's great music. I'm listening to it, right? So I always listen to a lot of these kind of rock and roll dudes. and Fuck the white man. Yeah, fuck, <laughs> fuck the white man. I was just like, oh, I can do that. It's totally fine. It's totally equal. They don't mind me hanging out. <laughs> then you find out that Until that's not they true. Do. Yeah, that's not true at all. They hate you around. No, I'm just kidding. Um, nah, no, it's great though. And I do think like, I liked this song and, and this record in particular, Michelle Branch comes to mind. I was going to mention mm-hmm. that. She's yeah. a big influence as well. And of course, Avril Lavigne from, yeah. of course. I, I, I love what she's doing right now. I love yeah. that she's kind of like gone back to her roots. She's like, I'm just going to make a rock record real quick. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Blink-182. We've got all the cool people back. Mm-hmm. It was time. I think that's the thing. It's fun when you're like at this stage where we probably all grew up around that time. And then my friends who are like 20 or like ish, they're like, who, who's that? They really, <laughs> they've never they, been to they Warped Tour. <laughs> and it feels so cool. Exactly. What's Warped Tour? So it's very fun to, oh my God. yeah, to love some of these artists and talk about yeah. them now. The, the oh my gosh. welcome back, back like video that blink did for when they came back was like all these different age different style different gender people yeah. that are like oh my god if they came blah 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 <laughs> and then at the you know it's like it's like they're coming they're coming like it, they made it very like sexualized for, like, oh, a I mean, obviously. and it's like you know the mailman is okay. like putting the mail in the mailbox like oh if they came mm. <laughs> and it's just Sounds like, like Tour. it was just it was just a very epic way for them to come back mm. i mean i've had little hints in my career of you know working with mm-hmm. uh certain members of that group and like mm. It's exciting to to see these artists continue to work in music and continue to be music artists in the world and not just like fade away into, you know. Amen. I mean, Travis Barker's got his hands on everything right now. He does. Oh my gosh, has anyone? Did anyone you guys see have his number? Anybody got <laughs> I wish. his connects? No, I, 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 <laughs> I do actually. Yeah, um, tra- uh, bring so it well, out later. Well, yeah, let's hook that up. <laughs> Loviet featuring Travis Barker. Make it happen. I, yes. We'll get Kenny on the show oh and we'll ask him for the gosh. connect. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there you go. Yeah, we're just gonna we we're just gonna get every dream to come true. Yes, right? for That's everyone. We're manifesting it. Absolutely. Did anybody see Doja Cat's interview that she gave about her new record? No. I didn't. Oh but my gosh, she's gonna. Headband. She wants to do a punk thing. Not. <gasps> oh, I did see the headline. Not a pop yeah. punk thing. No she wants to do is a hardcore. Wait, is she gonna wear the red yeah. jewels? She's not doing a. She's <laughs> not doing a pop punk thing. She wants to do a hardcore punk thing. No, she wants to do like a turnstile thing. I'm asking what her costume her so is gonna be for this because yeah. the the Swarovski crystal mm. situation she did. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. I have opinions. We're not going to say it was creepy. Really? I'll just let it, let it stand. I'm a doja. I love her. I, I love her. Okay. That was just it's, a Luke. <laughs> it's, it's what I said earlier. Even if you Ooh. don't stick the landing, I love you for trying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, do it. Yeah, do it. Like, Let's she's see. so crazy. Like, I feel she, like she could have at least done do like anything. some darker crystals as eyebrows and maybe mm. like had it not just look like bald alien. The devil. 
Or the devil. Yeah. But you've heard of of celebrity skin, right? The devil is a woman. It's good. (laughs) Oh, I love it. And I mean, I'm obsessed with Courtney Love. And it's so cool that Doja did that. I mean, Doja can do anything. I think I heard one of her songs for an awards show just turned. She did like a version of it that was kind of like metal's not the right term. But they had like the double kick going. Oh, yeah. And she like came in screaming and it was her own original (laughs) rendition of her song. So I she can do anything. The the post hardcore, the Atreyu version. Yeah. Post hardcore. There you go. Yeah. Genre. Look, we we all we all we all lived through 2007. We knew what it was like. Exactly. Here we are still today. We were there. (laughs) I wish I was fully there. I was front row. Yeah. Going back to having younger friends, I just uh, finished. uh, I went back to school, finished my undergrad. So Mm. all my friends were 22. Mm -hmm. There and I'm like, you guys are, you guys are babies. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're proud of you, Eric, for sticking it out. I love it. I love. I love everyone. I think it's so cool, and I think that the. I wish that I had more experience knowing the music that they grew up on because it's so mm. fun to find out every time that we do have chats. And I mean, 100 Gex is an, a definite number one. What? Okay, wait, hold like, on. Wait. Like, Everyone stop the show. <laughs> stop the show. Stop the 100 show. Gex are a hyper pop duo okay. that are uh, bonkers. Yeah, prepare for your eyes and ears to bleed, but in the best way. Oh, sick. Uh, Love yeah, that. so person, they incorporate. Yeah, so I've been trying to get Kaylin to listen to them forever. Like back <laughs> when we first uh, met each other, I tried playing them for her, and she's just like, "If you don't stop this, I'm going to throw your phone out the window." <laughs> but like, it was they're, bad. they're very, uh, they're very self-aware and cool. catchy and kind of abrasive. But they like put elements of every type of genre into their music, and we saw them live, and it was like there's this one song that was like polka that turned into pop punk. It was wild, and we had so much it was gonna fun. Be, I was going to say, it must have been the best shit ever. You know honestly. that dance where you, like, link arms and go around in a circle? Yeah. Everybody was doing that Ugh. at this, like, crazy... I mean, it was, like, and, a and massive no one was crowd. There, of, like, people. <laughs> it was a big crowd. We were kind of far back. No way. Mm. I remember everyone was giving us a wide berth to dance. <laughs> <laughs> You need it for yeah, that music. Eric, you got to listen to Hundred Gex and let us know in next episode what you think. I'm, I'm intimidated now. I don't know if I can. <laughs> it's it's a lot. <laughs> it's a, that's that's the whole Pitchfork review. This is a lot. <laughs> this is a lot. <laughs> we just need a couple more of these, and then we're good. Oh to yeah, go, yeah, like yeah, five. Yeah, yeah. We'll see what go. happens yeah. after yeah. that. Yeah. Among other things, Gex, you said one hundred Gex. I am Gex. Obsessed. I don't know like how to G-E-C. spell it. G E C. Ah, I see. There we are. Yeah. Oh goodness! Yeah, oh, so no, the next... I'm not doing this right now. Okay. <laughs> did you did you see what they look like and everything? I sure and did. Their wizard outfits. Oh yeah, oh, the wizard oh, outfits really okay. just. I want to play D and D with thing. these guys. Actually, That's yeah, yeah. we're pretty sure they have a what is it called, Anthony? You don't have to be it's, more specific. It's not a league. What are the D and D groups called? Oh, a campaign. Thank you, N- nerd nerd words. I didn't know. Never. I barely D and D. No judgment. But it's super fun. fun. I was gonna say, but it's super fun. It's every time I've fun. ever, yeah, every time I've ever tried any of that stuff, I'm like, this is fun. I'm just this not as it. good at role playing. I think unless True. it's in certain she, settings, she just plays as herself no matter what. Right? Yeah. We're I just, too honest. I'm just. <laughs> hi, I'm sad girl, Kaylin. Everybody, yeah. I'm here to play. And I'm just gonna cry on you as yeah. my as my attack. We're owning it. We're owning it. Mm. That's so what I contribute. Doing. Oh my gosh! So we're kind of coming up to the end of the interview segment. Unfortunately, uh, we've just been kind of vibing, right? Yeah. But there's nice a question I want to ask everybody. The okay. name of the song is January, and we were talking about how it's one of the coldest months of the year. How we kind of get stuck in our feelings. Maybe that feels a little January to mm. some people. So I want to go around the room. Tell me what is your least and most favorite months. And why? 
Let's Defin- start with definitely you. Definitely January is my least. But then on the other hand, there's a nice little limbo with January where you're like, you get the advantage on the year. No one's really doing much. So it feels like a good time Everybody's to grind. Everybody's just at the gym. Everyone's, yeah, everyone's at the gym for their New <laughs> Year's resolution. For, for just that month. Yeah, <laughs> crazy time to go to the gym. Don't go to the gym. Um, I don't really, I like spring. I keep going back and forth. And I'm a December baby. I was born in December. So like that's, I like winter. So I'm not super against the cold or anything. I always have fun when it comes around. I'm like excited for it. But I think spring has become officially the all-time month for me. I used to think I was here for like hot weather. Not really here for it. I don't really know. Maybe it's the global warming shit freaking me out. But I'm just like, I need air. I need healthy, fresh air. And like fresh grass growing is very just peaceful. Makes me feel good. Yeah. Again, you guys don't even, you guys have summer all year round. What are you talking about? Basically. I mean, Anthony's severely allergic to grass. What? So, <laughs> where did that come from? Wait, I'm severely really? allergic to cold. That's is a what thing? I, oh, right. No. And cold. Uh, He's wow, allergic to, to grass, dude. cats, and cold. Oh, not cats, too. I mean, it's a trifecta. Give, give me a Zyrtec and I'll, I'll go around your cat. All right. Kitties yeah. are great. Otherwise, you could never come to my apartment. Yeah. Uh, where's he'd, get, he'd, get a little, he'd get a little sniffly, mm, just a little bit. <laughs> I'd say my oh yeah, bring him out. Uh, They're asleep. (laughs) I'd say my favorite uh, month of the year would either be October or November. Mm. I just fall girl. I love the the sweater weather. Uh, And I don't know. It's just like this sort of nostalgic mm. period of time for me. Like it's like the you get the sort of breeze blowing the the beautiful leaves down the street and Mm. like. I didn't like grow. I grew up here in California, so it's not really like I've truly lived in a place where I experienced that. But I did. Uh, my mom grew up in Kentucky, and I traveled mm-hmm. there during October a couple years ago. And I mean, the trees just were gorgeous, and everything just mm. explodes in this sort of fiery color scheme. <laughs> that it is beautiful. That I just absolutely adore. I love those earthy tones. I love you know. I love me a good olive green. Um. <laughs> And then, you know, my my least favorite is probably January. It just kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, Fuck dude. January. All, the, January. all the holidays are over. The, my, my bank account hates uh, me. That's true. It's the After worst. all the holiday spending. God forbid I have friends that have their birthdays in January. Nope. Not getting you no, anything. No, it's <laughs> so bad. So bad. My sister's okay. birthday is yeah. January 18th. Oh, dude. Um, my but dad I don't typically like buy anything up. for anyone on during the holidays. So... <laughs> Usually save it for her anyway. Yeah, I didn't get a gift from Eric this year. <laughs> Nobody ever does. Don't feel bad. And we got you a Christmas card. And it yeah, got to you like in January. a month and a half late. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. We sent our holiday cards out in January. <laughs> because Everyone needed a pick-me-up honestly, in January. No, honestly, every single friend that received their card, they're like, oh, my God, this literally came right when I needed it. Because it had, like, pictures of our dogs. So, like... Of course, Wait. everybody loves our silly little pugs. And I had a friend whose daughter had just gotten like a booster shot or something. She's a baby. Mm. And she was like so bummed about this shot. But that that card just got her through it. She just kept pointing at the dogs. She's like, puppy. Oh, <laughs> it would. See, that's a great idea. Eric, what about My you? My response was, uh, did you forget or is the post office just really late? So Neither. I blame the USPS. We Don't actually you blame sent my mother them like that. thoughtfully. <laughs> we sent these cards out thoughtfully, knowing everybody hates this month and needs a pick me up. Speaking of that, uh, Eric, um, what are yours? Oh, so my favorite months, month, months is definitely fall time months. So October, 
Um, I, me and Anthony yeah. grew up in Napa, and I, uh, we got all four seasons there, as most of California, except for the South part, does. I want to remind people of that. LA sucks. <laughs> me, um, anyway, hey now. Uh, <laughs> this is what dreams are made of. Um, so. But yeah, no, fall time is my favorite too. It's the same sort of thing. So, I mean, my parents grew up uh, working out in the fields, and when I was growing up, they were still out there a lot of the time. So, um, my dad would take me to work with him at the winery and I would get to just sit on top of a hill and see all the leaves changing colors in the fall time uh, and then just smelling the fermentation in the air. So that mm. just like brings back lots of really wonderful memories for me. But also just like, I don't know, like Kaylin said too, like the changing of the colors in that way is just very, very pretty. And the smell of just, I mean, I guess it's a smell the of smell decay of in a lot of ways. fermentation but... just sounded gross <laughs> when you said it out loud. Have you ever, have you ever smelled fermentation? Have you though? It smells I'm... nice. <laughs> just it just the... i mean it's just very distinct i mean uh -huh. depending on what you're fermenting because hot fermentation smells a lot different than grapes but um i don't know but also kind of like the smell of like decay in a way that's like very pleasing to me like mm. it's leaves and like I nature it. i get stuff it. and like logs like when you go hiking out in the forest mm. and you see like a you know a dead log on the ground like that smell like go smell that that's like my favorite thing i love I doing do, that i, I love... am also with you so don't worry <laughs> do you hang out at yeah. cemeteries too like... i mean who doesn't <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, i mean i love so i love brisk cold mornings with the sun out Aww. and that's that's my favorite kind of weather um fun. so the fall is ripe for that and that's my favorite thing uh, in the world. Um, my least favorite month is probably July or August. Ooh, uh, cause I hate that. any weather that's above 65. Ooh. So I am mostly just miserable and I don't like sitting inside all day in air conditioning. Like I would have was doing in Sacramento. So mm, yeah, no, not a big fan at all. Y'all are not going to like my answer then. My favorite month is July because oh, any temperature hot. under 75 is uncomfortable for me. I love it. <laughs> I like for some reason, if it's like under 75, one. I lose all feeling in my extremities uh -huh. and it makes me upset. And then uh -huh. he touches you on your shoulder just I'm like to a fuck vampire. <laughs> And you're just like, oh my God, put some mittens yeah. on. And I think January might be my least favorite just because mm. the nights are so long. And like, mm. if the sun is setting at 4.30 in the afternoon, there is something wrong. You got to fix your clocks, everybody. You can even take the dogs to the park. Yeah. <sighs> so true. So like, I go to work and it's dark. Mm. I come home and it's dark. Me too. Yeah. It's just, just sad and dark. So well, January wins. Yeah. I'm somehow kind of January okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I actually don't like going anywhere now. <laughs> I'm kind of a vampire. So I much. feel that sometimes. Um, oh, I do sure. love, I mean, in the summer, I do love the late, like the long, long mm. days because I love it being like 1030 and still seeing the sunlight. Uh, in Seattle, sometimes you go out to like 11 o'clock and it'll still be sunny. Not yeah. sunny, but you'll see light in the distance anyway. Yeah, in, in that, the clouds that I really somewhere love. there's a sun. <laughs> <laughs> it's up there somewhere. In it's the not dreary, quite Sweden, but you know. Sad um, upper. <laughs> yeah, no, I just I can't I can't tolerate the heat very well at all. So just the summer is often cool yeah. to do things and I tolerate it, but it's often miserable. So I just don't <laughs> gotta I move to Canada. All I can yeah. say. Mm -hmm. Well, I said I had Seattle for ten years, so that was nice. San I've Francisco is pretty similar. I don't really so. know anything about anywhere. So. <laughs> well, you're about to, to you're about to fly to New York, and yeah, then you gotta. Baby. Are you touring? Yeah. Yeah. So we're doing a Sweden uh, run and then we're doing uh, the UK. So that'll be the next week. 
So. What about more in the do U.S.? You have room in your, do you have room in your yeah. suitcase for a human? <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. We can just buy you a ticket, baby. Yes. Let's go. Let's um, go to some more the better. Yeah. Work is slow anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Truth. This is the time of year in the freezing cold. Um, no, I definitely want to come back. I think we've got some plans for the for the West Coast, but I guess I'm supposed to. April uh, earlier yeah. in April. the pod. Or was that before we started recording? My bad. Uh, we can have a little <laughs> soft release. There might be some dates in April. Hey. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Stay tuned. Yeah. And unfortunately, that concludes all the time we have oh, for the interview. Shoot. But before we kick you out of the bar, <laughs> I think it's time that we played our favorite Yay. game. Who's ready for a round of hashtag mood Ooh. i live for this even though i'm not great at it i'm nervous i live for this it sounds intense what are we doing we're gonna just jam jam let's jam Thank you, Jacob Jeffries and Jesse McGinty for gifting us that amazing Hashtag Mood theme song. What is Hashtag Mood, you ask? Hashtag Mood is the game we like to play at the end of every show to flex our playlist building skills. What we are going to do now is go over to the Tunes and Tumblr's inbox, where fans of the show, fans of Loviat, fans from guests past have sent us moods. These are themes, things that are on their mind, crazy sort of uh, macabre nightmares that are in kicking around in people's heads, and we are going to create a playlist to match one of them or actually two of them because we got a few this week so this one uh we don't we don't have our robot voice because drew is on vacation but this one came to us a couple days ago from at bright lenny zero one on instagram who wants a mood for powerpuff rock with two lightning bolts that's amazing powerpuff rock powerpuff rock i love that Honestly, if we're thinking like Powerpuff Girls and just vibe for that, is that the vibe? What is that? Yeah, I mean, interpret it however you okay, want. Okay, I'm thinking like, so my brain goes to like, if it was Bubbles Blossom and Buttercup on the cover of the playlist and we were just going to make the coolest Powerpuff Girls like femme rock out jams, um, I'd go to, okay, F2F by SZA. Oh, I love that. Because it's giving, it's actually, it's giving that era of pop rock mm -hmm. for women, you know? And everybody yeah. was just like super thick in it. Um, also, like that song that's on every single rom-com from the 2001 to 2005 era, the one that's like Perfect Day, that one, it's like a one-hit wonder girly. She did... um. <laughs> Perfect day. Da, 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 I, oh, I yes. I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, that was on the Legally Blonde. Yes. I'm there right. it is. Yeah. Legally yep. Blonde. And there's a few other ones. I think it, it makes a cameo. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. Her. Oh, like uh, I've seen uh, Hoku. A bunch of movies. Hoku? She's like a one hit wonder, but that was like a smash. I love that song. Oh, my jam. gosh. Jam, jam, jam. I think I have a couple too, and these are yeah, new cool. ones. Uh, so in, in kind of the same vein that like quiet, loud, like mixing, like. Mm. The, the kind of soft feminine with mm -hmm. aggression. There's this song by a new artist called Bear, B-E-R, called Boys Who Kiss Love You Bear. in Their Car. Bradley Hale, the production, the producer on my record, one of the producers. Ooh, ooh. Really? Produced that, yeah. Really? That same song? I think he might have written it with her too, yeah. I love that song. You love them. That's sick, I, I love how it just like kind of just like explodes at the end. It's a smash. Yes, it is, it a, is smash. a smash. And then uh, another one by this artist called Matt Gold called I'm Your Dog. 
I love it already. Yes. I'm your dog. <laughs> yes. It's like, basically, it's it's a sub anthem. Okay. Yeah. And, but it's got the same sort of thing where it just like starts like kind of soft, mm. but then just kind of gets like dirty and hard and mm. fuzzy. And that's, that's what I Do like. Do you guys remember like Sky Sweetenham? I don't. No. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Good d- enough. Enough said. <laughs> <laughs> Drop it there. No. My contribution um, is epic. Yeah. Let's and go. it it really fits in. It's going to be Josie and the Pussycats oh, by the Josie other and the Pussycats. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, those are the jams. That whole like the whole soundtrack. Oh yeah, so good. I mean, like these sort of quirky girl bands mm-hmm. that have this sort of like I don't know. It's like this just sort of rawness to them. Mm. I don't know. It's I the love stuff that. that, like, yeah, the songwriting is still so good. It holds today. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. And the production was what it was in the moment, I think. Like, that oh, was yeah. such an era. But I love it. Love it. Power Jumps. I miss all those, like, girl mm. bands that Feel popped good up. Girl bands. I mean, <laughs> I mean, also like just the the gr- the groups like everything from S Club Seven. Yeah, <laughs> that's the whole S Club Seven discography is on this playlist. Just, just talk just about that. Yeah. Honestly, oh my gosh, Bewitched that one song. Yeah. Yes, you guys know that one, Sailor right? Bay. Sailor Bay. Uh huh. Yeah, buddy. Okay. Oh my gosh, back when Disney Channel played music videos. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. The Those Cheetah Girls. Everything the from cheetah the Cheetah Girls. Girls. Oh yeah. Let's go. Okay, now we're deep diving. <laughs> yes. We, we've we've tapped the vein right yeah, here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have a whole playlist. Um, I'm gonna where throw I just a little wrench in this, like but just because Eric. it's something that came to mind. But probably I'll throw some Stevie Nicks in there. Age of oh, Seventeen. Oh, yeah. Timeless. Uh, timeless. Edge, of, Edge of Seventeen, and then probably Skater mm. Boy. Just to <gasps> oh, stick yes, on I super support that. Mm. Absolutely. <laughs> Good call, Bright Lenny. See you later, boy. Yes. Also, Boys Lie by Avril Lavigne oh, yeah. because it's kind of like that puerile, like high school, like boys suck but also she's like in her mid to late 30s and wrote that song and i'm just like girl we never grow up yeah i was just talking to somebody about that last night i was like you know that like stage in your 20s where just like you know your love is kind of uneven just like what we talked about uh in one of our other episodes that like you know you fall for somebody or you Mm -hmm. develop feelings for somebody but they're not really into it and they're looking for something casual Mm -hmm. i was like yeah that happened to me so much in my 20s She's like, I'm in my late 30s and it's still happening. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, ooh, sorry. So we have a little bit more time. Do you want to do one more with us? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, I'm going to pick between these. These two are like, we're we're kind of getting into like throwback Mm -hmm. moods. And you know what? We we talked a little bit about it. So this one from at Ryan Paul Perry on Instagram is just... Really? That's your drummer? Nice. Okay, we're we're Exposed. using it. We're using it. Exposed. Yes, he wants a a playlist for a high school emo kid. Oh my god. Okay, he yeah, he was definitely feeling that. High, one. What what year? What year was he in high school? We're um we went to the same high school and he's 2 years ahead of me, so he was graduating in 2009. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So same age, same same. same, same. Uh, that was yeah. when I graduated. Oh nice. Yeah, I was going to say, like, uh, emo kid in, in what year in high school? Because I guess these plays could be very We're different. We're going Taking Back you. Sunday, some 41, <laughs> or a Green Day. Yeah. I was going to say uh, The Anthem by Good Charlotte. Oh, oh, I love Good Charlotte. Right That's a there. good one. That's a good one. Or should I just, like, anthem. should I just throw him up. some shade and do Emo Kid by Adam and Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to make Absolutely it a mock, yes. a mock Emo Kid. Let's go. I mean, I love all that stuff. I'm still, I just, I was binging, but binging, can you even, is that like a 2022 word? Yeah. Referring to sure. listening to old emo music, but I was like, 
listening to um, You're So Last Summer by Taking Back Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. On repeat. Yeah, it still holds. I don't know if it holds because it's like, I really want to know if it still holds because it's such a great song or if it is just nostalgia for it me. It might be. I mean, I, there's a lot of music from back then that people just pick up again just because they're reminiscing mm. or whatever. I think everybody pulls out music for different reasons, though. It makes me wonder. I'm going to do my sincere pick then. And it's not like one of the like massive high school emo anthems. It's my high school emo anthem. So meaning like the one I would listen to by myself and cry because nothing good was ever going to happen. And it's Mercy Me by Alkaline Trio. I was going to say Alkaline Trio, Anthony, my goodness. I'm pretty sure I used an Alkaline Trio song on my MySpace. (laughs) Yeah. Like they they were like. I need to hear this band. How do I not know them? Uh, Well. um, Alkaline Trio? No. Uh, their their guitarist, uh, he replaced Tom in Blink One Eighty Two for like the past okay, six years. Okay, got you, got you. That's a deep one. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. They're, God, they're really good. It, it was, you know, a lot of a lot of those emo bands were kind of like strutting in the limelight, Did but they were like... always just a little underground and kind of were just like, yeah, we're sad Chicago kids. <laughs> Did you like um, Plus 44? Yes, I did. See, okay, yeah, I did I'm like there. I was on the Plus 44 train. I also liked one. Some 41. I, I love Some Car Racer. <laughs> oh, no way. That's, I know that one, too. Yeah. All the Blink side projects. Got you. What do, Eric, what do you got? What do you got? Uh, we could throw some uh, Panic at the Disco in there yeah. in uh, honor of them splitting it up, finally. Oh. <laughs> in honor, honor of them. Yeah. Them. Them. In honor of Brendan splitting that, in half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, basically. That was the best. I love that so much. <laughs> there's like the meme of the girl at the coffee table and she's like, there's four of her, the same girl. And she's like, when Brendan split up Panic at the Disco. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, the same girl <laughs> talking to herself. I Honestly, that, that announcement came out. I'm like, wait, they're still making music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. Truth. I think he, yeah, he's just been doing his solo stuff. What are they talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, Loviet's drummer, I hope you enjoy this emo kid playlist. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm dead. <laughs> but you know what? It's getting to be that time. The bar has been open for Closing an hour, meaning time. that it's time to close it again. But We're before we down our drinks and say goodbye, Nat, do you have anything you would like to plug before we leave? I'm stoked that I got to do this uh, podcast finally. I'm a huge fan of you guys' and Mitch mm. and... Thanks again for inviting me on. This was dope. And my record comes out February 24th and it's super sick. I really want everyone to listen to it. And if you like any of the songs that we've just been rambling about, there's definitely influences from all of those on the records. So, and if you don't like it, it get keep lost. it to yourself. Yeah. We don't even <laughs> like you. So just we don't like it. We well, don't well, like think... you. We don't even like you. No. <laughs> and yeah, when this time to say we're all excited for it. So can't Thanks, wait for that. Yeah. Thank you. And luckily, when this drops, the album comes out in three days. Oh, so, hell yeah. oh my God. Pre-save so it. Pre-save, pre-save. Yeah, pre-save it. <laughs> pre-save that shit. Follow me on Instagram, Loviet Music. Um, yeah. And follow me on TikTok and YouTube. I guess that's the spots, hey? And thank you all for listening to Tunes and Tumblers. Tunes and Tumblers is an Atwood Magazine podcast and a member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Be sure to like the show and follow us on every platform. Also, please rate and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. It helps us out so much. And if you could go into the episode description and scroll to the very bottom, you'll find a link where you can support the pod. Every dollar goes to keeping the lights on and getting supplies to make these delicious drinks. I'm going broke here on these (laughs) drinks, guys. Let's, Let's throw some money at it. Help this sad girl out, please. <laughs> Tunes and Tumblers was produced, as always, by Drew Fransblau and researched by Lily Eason. Our theme song is by New New Girlfriend. Our hashtag mood jingle comes to us from Jacob Jeffries and Jesse McGinty. And until next time, 
Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Cheers. achieve the American dream. The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shop? Would they shop? Would you kill? Yes. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.